How did you get a sponsor? I mooned them. I mooned them. <laughs> <laughs> Moons for money. <laughs> Moons for money. Ah. <sighs> Stop it. it. Welcome. Welcome. To the Naked Apple. To the Naked Apple. Yes, indeed. And uh, welcome to all of our Samsung podcast people that found us because of reasons that we can't explain, but you're here, so thank you. (laughs) It's so good to see you. Where have you been? I'm so excited. Thank you again for coming. Yes. That's what she said. That's... Yes, this is what you signed up for. <laughs> this is what you came to hear. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> I'm not sorry. And if you want more of it, you can follow us on our socials <laughs> and all that stuff, where sometimes we do stuff. Sometimes. And by sometimes, I mean rarely. We should probably get somebody that does that for us. Yes. Eventually. I, th- I think we say that every single time. Well, we haven't made money yet, so <laughs> there's that. You know, it's kind of hard to hire somebody to do that when we're not getting paid ourselves. And it's hard to convince someone to do this. For free. For free. Yes. When they themselves are not as committed as we are to That's do this. Fair. For not free, because losing money on. <laughs> what is that? If it's not free and you're not making money, it's just. Does that technically make us a nonprofit organization? Technically, yes. 401c3, here we come. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> Tax exempt. Tax exempt. <laughs> Do it. Do it. <laughs> uh, well. Anyway. Anyway. With all that, um, weekly dose? Yes, it is. I think it is about that time. Is it not? Sure. All right. Well, here we go. Hello and welcome to your vitamin B. We have some wonderful things for you today. I decided to start today's vitamin B with a classic listicle. It's an Mm. article that's made of lists. Ah, yes. Yes, today's favorited listicle is 11 pickup lines for libertarians to use if they ever meet a girl. Coming in at number 11. Oh, coming in at number 11, indeed. <clears throat> I don't believe in big government, but it should be illegal to look that good. <laughs> number 10. Are you made of gold? Because you're the standard by which women should be measured. But I'm tis. Hello, I am wearing deodorant. <laughs> when I saw you, my heart experienced runaway inflation. She's a little runaway. 
Are you the Federal Reserve? Because I'd like to audit you. <laughs> Girl, you almost make me want to sign a government document confirming my eternal love for you. <laughs> almost. Almost. Being the operative word. This close. I don't need a reckless monetary policy to increase my interest rate in you. <laughs> How about you and I go somewhere quieter and listen to my podcast? <laughs> I've wait, used that one. Wait a minute. Hold on. <laughs> That's how I got my wife. I don't know <clears throat> whether to be offended by <laughs> that or... <laughs> it must be an artificially inflated dollar because I'm falling for you. Taxation is theft. Want to make out? <laughs> Please hang out with me. I'm extremely lonely. I'm <laughs> extremely lonely. That was number one. Uh, yep. <clears throat> if the taxation is theft doesn't get her, the lonely one will. The lonely one will, for sure. For sure. <laughs> and I mean, if you want to be technical, taxation is extortion. So, yeah, close enough. Well, we're going <clears> to, <throat> we got a story about theft. But anyway, we have a few stories about theft. Uh, but first, train wrecks. Ooh. Pile up at all-female tour de France after woman stops, or after woman in front stops to ask for directions. <laughs> I knew exactly where that was going as soon as. <laughs> well, of course you did. <clears throat> and I haven't even seen it before. I just knew. It was just beautiful. It was just beautiful. Babylon B. Yeah. Yep. Putin awards himself the Medal of Freedom. For dropping gas prices. I mean, he did bring them down. He did. He did bring them down. Not a whole lot, but he brought them down. Brought them back down. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Putin, uh, Sodom and Gomorrah declare state of emergency over monkeypox. <laughs> In news that is not at all related to sodomy... After declaring state of emergency in California for monkeypox, Gavin Newsom seen at French Laundry Orgy. <laughs> <laughs> Would not be surprised at this point. <laughs> right. Ah, <clears throat> uh, this this news will cheer everyone Ooh, up. Ooh, good. This is this I, is I could use a pick me up. This is mint right here. <clears throat> Tyler Perry launches Medea Plus streaming service with access to all 6 million Medea movies. Well, it's about time. It is about time. All Medea, all the time. <laughs> Who among us hasn't craved? <laughs> That's true. That is true. So many sleepless nights. So many. <laughs> In other news, Democrats propose $800 billion if you don't vote for this, you hate puppies spending bill. Uh, so there's something wrong with hating puppies? or so they never specified which puppies. Well, that's on that's, them. That is fair. That is that's fair. That's on them. I can imagine oh, some... Senator Major Minority Leader uh, Mitch McConnell... Uh, was quoted as saying, the Democrats really put us in a corner with this bill's name. <laughs> Damn my principles, full steam ahead. Yep. <laughs> yep. 
Speaking of steaming hot piles of mistake, Biden drone strike accidentally kills terrorist leader <laughs> instead of car full of children. That's dark. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, that's uh that sounds about right. That sounds just about right. And this has been your vitamin B. Abada. A splendid session of I was that was really good. I I was thoroughly entertained by some of those pickup lines as I've used most of them myself. <laughs> the uh the taxation is theft one was my go to for a while. That was your ringer? Yep. Yep. That's well, that's why it's number two. That's right. That's why it's number you two. You don't you don't start off. You don't start with, with number, number one. one. No, that's yeah, that's you your gotta, backup. You gotta build to that one. That's your ace in the sleeve. <laughs> So to speak. Gets him every time. So to speak. Oh, he's desperate. Okay, I'll go with him. (laughs) Poor child. Do you smell? Do you smell that? Smells like desperation. (laughs) It's tangible. That deodorant one, that was... (laughs) I am wearing deodorant. That's a thinking man's joke there. Isn't it, though? I have a boot on my head. Your argument is invalid. (laughs) My hat is a boot. That's what it was. My hat is a boot. <laughs> so, as if the world on fire wasn't enough, you know, you got Nancy Pelosi that's, you know, probably causing World War Three, currently. That's fine. It's fine. <laughs> it's, Nothing to see it's, here. It's a torn stance to stand on, because on the one hand, Nancy... <laughs> Would we miss her? You, you just uh, gestured towards Oliver. Really. Yes, I did gesture towards Oliver. <laughs> Do we really want something bad to happen to her because of somebody else? Also, not really. <laughs> yeah, and on the other hand, Jaina. So, I, <laughs> I hear the VA there is really bad. That was a terrible joke. That's terrible. That was, that was really bad. <laughs> I should feel bad for that, but I don't. <laughs> You're offended. I'm I'm throwing it hilarious. You went full retarded. <laughs> yeah, on the on the, <clears throat> the uh, position I've settled on is like that of a parent that's found their child messing up somebody else's yard or something like that. Like, no, you will not beat my child. And if you lay a hand on my child, I will beat the snot out of you. Take the child home. You beat the child within an inch of their life with, <laughs> with your belt. <laughs> How does that translate? No, don't d- beat Nancy Pelosi to death. Or uh, do. But, you know, uh, <laughs> long pause. <laughs> but uh, she comes back home and you... Sanction her somehow, freeze her ass. Yeah, because that's gonna happen. Yeah, yeah. There's an old saying <laughs> in Tennessee. I know it's in Texas, probably in Tennessee. That says, "Fool me once, shame on, shame on you." If 
fool me, we can't get fooled again. What, what's sad is that's more coherent than any speech Nancy's going to give in Taiwan. That's that's fair. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> if we were to do a bingo square, that would be the center square, that little sound bite. <laughs> that's the free space. <laughs> But yeah, as if that wasn't enough to make you think apocalyptic times among everything else going on, scientists are baffled as the earth spins faster than usual. Excuse me? (laughs) I was wondering why I was feeling a little lighter. Is that why the winds have been picking up? (laughs) I feel like it's really windy lately. Scientists have been left baffled after discovering the earth is spinning faster than normal, making days shorter than usual. New measurements by the UK's National Physics Laboratory show that the Earth is spinning faster than it was half a century ago. On June 29th, the Earth's full rotation took 1.59 milliseconds less than 24 hours, the shortest day ever recorded. Yeah. They have warned that if the rotation rate continues to speed up, we may need to remove a second from our atomic clocks. Yeah. Uh, 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 okay. Well, if it continues, it would be the first ever negative leap second. Wait, have there been positive leap seconds? Yes, there has. <clears throat> part of part of the reason for that is because the Earth takes uh, three hundred sixty-five point two six days to rotate the sun. So <clears throat> there's that, and then the Earth has been slowing down. But now it's. Uh, I thought we just calculated that by doing a leap year. Yes. We do. Uh, okay. But there's also that it's 0. 0.26. So it's a little bit, little, little bit missing each huh. four years still. Um, yeah, they, they need to do that to kind of keep things on track because, well, if everything's all synced up with atomic clocks and they start getting off, oops. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, it's not, I'm not saying it's a sign of the end times or anything like that. It's just odd that on June 29th, as Nancy Pelosi is flying her way to Asia, things start occurring. Oh, that was June 29th, not not July 29th. June 29th. But still. <laughs> Hey, the Earth's spinning faster. The Earth's what? It's spinning faster. Is it still spinning faster? Maybe? <laughs> hmm. So, but, yeah, so, so what, what, what's causing the speed change? They don't seem to know. Hmm. Uh, the impact of an a blah, blah, blah. In any case, every leap second is a major source of pain for people who manage hardware infrastructures. Um, scientist Leonard Zotov. Why is it always funky named guys that are the scientists that they go to? Christian Bizzard and Nicolay Sitokhala claim <laughs> the irregular rotations are the result of something called the Chandler Wobble an irregular movement of Earth's geographical poles across the surface oh, of the globe. You mean that whole thing where the um, 
the the <clears throat> magnetic north pole has shifted almost a thousand miles east over the last hundred years. No, no, that that, that shift. Nope, the geographical. Because that poles. you know none of this would have anything to do with what's actually causing climate change or anything like that either. No, uh, the normal amplitude of the Chandler wobble wobble is about th- three. I ain't no weeble wobble. Is that three meters to four meters? However far that is, nobody knows exactly. At Earth's surface. (laughs) But from 2017 to 2020, it disappeared. (laughs) Why is it? I just... (laughs) Coincidentally, during Donald Trump's presidency until COVID hit, the wobble disappeared. As if the Earth was stable for three years. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Attributing <laughs> that to Trump, that's a stretch. <laughs> that, 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 Earth is just like, oh, this guy's all right. I'll, I'll slow down might, a bit here. I'll, that I'll, might be a bridge too far. I'll stop the wobble. <laughs> But no, I mean, if I was the planet and I saw what was going on right now, I'd speed my ass up too. I got to shake these things off of me. Oh, wait, except for, (laughs) yeah. We have to rush towards our inevitable doom. Oh, look who's in charge. We should rush faster. Oh, some experts believe the melting and freezing of ice caps on the world's tallest mountains could be contributing to the irregular speed. Uh Uh-huh. Yes, because the ice cap weight on the planet has much more to do with its spin than the shifting of the giant magnetic ball in its middle. (laughs) The the ice cap on top of Mount Everest has more to do with its shifting around than building an entire metallic city and concrete on top of an island in New York. Yeah, relocating masses of earth and metal doesn't shift anything, but that ice cap melting and freezing a bit, ah, it's throwing everything off. (laughs) I mean, to be fair, (laughs) do you know how much that that ice cap weighs? I'm guessing not as much as Manhattan. I don't know either, so I'm Googling it. How much the ice cap weighs? How much does Mount Everest weigh? 357 trillion pounds. Well, that's the mountain itself. Not it's including not. the weight of ice and snow at the peak of the mountain. Right. Huh. Well. It still doesn't tell me how much the ice and snow weighs. You are worthless, Google. Um. Anyway, that's beside the point. Is there, is there more S- to the point? Manhattan is estimated to weigh, with all the people and pets and everything that's there and buildings, two hundred fifty billion four hundred sixteen million nine hundred thirty-four thousand pounds. Oh, <clears throat> just a little bit. Then. Just a little bit on one little island. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. Yeah. There's nothing. There. There's nothing that 
that couldn't possibly affect anything. Oh, sorry. That's just the buildings. Oh, good. If they were empty. Oh, good. Is that much. So, yeah, then you add millions yeah. of tons of... There's there's so many different reasons that we could have for actually, you know, <laughs> the, the planet actually spinning faster. I mean, how many people live in India? That's got to weigh a fair amount. <laughs> yeah. 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 See? There you go. <clears throat> but to your point, I'm sure the uh, shifting uh, polar caps have nothing to do with, you know, ice ages starting and stopping and... No. <clears throat> No, because something as as small as the magnetic north pole of the entire planet shifting a thousand miles couldn't possibly affect our planet nearly as much as driving to work every day does. (laughs) What's a thousand miles between planets? (laughs) Between polar caps. So yeah, we got we got that to look forward to. What I really want to know is how one of them shifted a thousand miles, and it doesn't say that the other one did. A point has been raised. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's a seventy percent chance the planet has already reached the minimum length of a day. <laughs> there's a seventy percent chance that we don't have to worry about this. Okay, but what about the 30%? <laughs> I mean, <clears throat> I, think, I think I wouldn't be doing my job if I didn't ask about that 30%. <laughs> well, it's just a small thermal exhaust port. Nothing to really worry about. <laughs> ah. Yeah, so the the... The reason is so it, it, it's the magnetic North Pole. So it has nothing to do with the, the, ge- the geography. It has everything to do with the magnetic pull. So when you're holding a uh, compass and the compass is pointing north. It's pointing to magnetic north. Yes, it's magnetic north, which used to be at the North Pole, what we called the North Pole. Yes, it has now shifted a thousand miles away from that, heading east and moving towards Russia. So at some point in the near future, when you look at a compass and it points north, it's going to be pointing to Russia. And then it'll continue moving until eventually north is south and south is north. So, so what you're saying is instruments made by man to find north are fallible, whereas what just happened? We lost everything. What just occurred? You broke it. I touched nothing. You broke it. I touched nothing. It just decided to switch screens. What the heck? Ah! Rude. Did it did it completely shut down on you? No, it's still running. It's still Oh, recording. it's still recording? Yes. Good. It's just good. It's just wrong. <laughs> Anyways, carry on. 
You were the one that was talking. I was just listening. I was talking. I have no idea what I was talking about. I have no idea what I was talking about. It it flipped the screen locations on me. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah. So, the way it actually works, the way compasses and stuff actually work, is uh, the Earth generates magnetic fields. And it it generates several of them. There's, There's geomagnetic fields all over the place, which is why... Um, your compass can get confused by different types of magnetic rocks, different things like that, interrupting the magnetic field that you're currently in. But all of them kind of pull towards a generally set direction, which we've called north. Yes. Right. Ah, I remember what I was saying. Okay, good. I'll (laughs) let you continue on then. (laughs) So a man-made measuring instrument... Apparently, I'm not supposed to say man-made measuring instrument because now the computer's frozen. You broke it. I don't. Broke it with your man-made measuring instrument. That sounded dirty when I said it out loud. Wait a second. (laughs) (laughs) That was terrible. Man-made measuring instrument. Okay. So, try this one last time. Three strikes, I'm out. Yes. Man-made measuring instrument is fallible. Because the thing we decided to focus on changes. Whereas, if you are trying to find true north, which was not made by man, it is always there and constant. Via the North Star. Yes. Huh. Yeah. Things make you go... So... Huh. And and the reason... So the reason that the magnetic field shifts is because uh, the magnetic fields that that we use for compasses and things like that are uh, generated by molten iron in the Earth's outer core. Yes. Which is constantly flowing and fluctuating and moving. Also, hot iron uh, manipulates its own magnetism. Yes. If you are at all... In the know of how forging knives and blades and stuff like that work, you can check if it's ready to temper via magnet. Yeah, the magnet will tell you if it's ready to temper or not. So hot molten iron sloshing around in the earth that probably changes its magnetism quite a bit. <laughs> yeah. So when you're when you're talking about this this molten material under the earth that's flowing and changing whatever um <clears throat> the the interesting thing about that the reason why the shift in the north the, the the magnetic north is actually kind of a little bit concerning is because of the rate at which it's happening because for most of the time it's been measured the shift was only like a few miles a year like maybe up to nine <clears throat> right and then between 99 and 2005, it increased drastically to about 37 miles a year. Oh, just the yeah, 37 Just miles. the 37 miles a year. And, and it's continuing to change in this way. And yet, when we talk about climate change and things like this that are a big talking point for people on the left, they completely neglect... 
do anything they, that could be naturally occurring in the planet. Do they neglect or do they ignore? Yes. <laughs> yes. And that's that's the frustrating part is is they they call everybody that doesn't agree with their version of climate change climate change deniers. I don't deny that there's climate change. I've I've seen from my childhood till now, I have seen the snowstorms shift in my area. Uh-huh. The the fact that we just don't get snow like we did when I was a kid. We still get lots of snow, just we, not here. Yeah, exactly. We we don't we don't get the kind of snow here that we used to get when I was a kid. And and that's it's you know, they keep saying, you know, drought years, whatever. But but it's it's very clear that the weather pattern is not the same as it was and it's it's changing drastically even even year to year. I mean, we have super warm times during the winter now that we didn't used to have. We didn't used to have this like snow melt same day and no snow in the valley ever uh-huh. thing here in Utah when I was a kid. We never had that. Uh-huh. Like, I mean, it would occur every once in a while in a snowstorm, but it wasn't constant like it is now. Right. You know? That's why we need to get rid of all the SUVs. Yeah, sure, whatever. So you, the question then becomes, what is the, the underlying cause? And that's where the real disagreement is. It, it isn't on whether or not climate change is actually a thing. It's whether or not shutting off fossil fuels will actually make a difference, whether it actually matters, and whether it's worth the cost in human lives, in human prosperity, in human happiness for those things to be shut off for something that is projected to have an almost zero effect. Even by the people that are saying that it's the only way to help it, the projections that they come up with, if you look at their actual data, the projections they come up with show an almost zero effect. Yeah, and it's odd that, you know, you think the focus of this is to save people's lives, right? People's lives are in danger, the environment's in danger, blah, blah, blah. Whenever the UN puts out its report of um, environment stuff, Never in the report is the current lives lost because of climate stuff. Mm -hmm. Why? Well, because it would be a downward slope since the invention of uh, air conditioning. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, because because all of these things that they're trying to take away have actually saved more lives in the course of human history... Than any green energy policy ever will. Any green, yeah, exactly. I, I mean, you talk about the invention of the coal heater. How many thousands of, how many millions of lives has that saved since right. its invention? Yep. You know, yeah. You talk about natural gas being used for for heating and air conditioning. How many lives has that saved? Because it stopped heat strokes. Because it stopped hypothermia. Because it stopped these these drastic environmental risks that we've been dealing with since the dawn of man. <laughs> many, many plagues and pandemics have been avoided just because people were warm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, it, it's, it's absolutely asinine to throw the baby out with the bathwater because you can't actually think of anything that we can fix, that we can actually tangibly do to fix the problem aside from this asinine thing that won't actually do anything. Yeah. 
and will probably end up causing uh, the loss of life. I mean, how many people have died in the last several years from rolling blackouts and things during during winter storms? Like that thing in Texas. Yep. You know, because they switched to green energy and the green energy couldn't handle it. <laughs> so the power went out and people didn't have heat. They switched to green energy and they didn't weatherproof the green energy that they um, tried to implement. Yeah. You know, just in case. And they didn't, they didn't leave in, uh, uh, well, even, even their regular power, they didn't fortify just in case really yeah, bad weather they, happened. They, they didn't leave in any contingency either. They just full switch, no, no option of switching back in an emergency, no option of using anything else in the case of an emergency. They shut everything else down and, you know, and that's that's the kind of thing they're pushing for. They keep pushing for this uh, electric vehicles. Well, our grid can't handle that number of electric vehicles. We cannot replace every single gas vehicle on the road with an electric vehicle in the next five years and have the infrastructure available to take care of those things. It sure. is not feasible. It will not work. And when it fails, people will die. Just because electric cars use 50 times more electricity than a refrigerator doesn't mean that it's not going to work. Sure. <laughs> wrong, 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 wrong. Wrong, 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 wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. I don't know if that's a tangent you meant for me to take on that, but there you go. <laughs> nope, but I like it. It's fine. Speaking of incompetence and not working. Fauci? Joe Biden. Oh, that's close enough. Um, just proved how much he doesn't care about Americans and how much his life is centered around buying people off. In this uh in this little dooky doa here. Let's see if I can make this happen, Captain. Ooh, woo. Ooh. Woo. Woo. Oh, it's the wrong one. Hold on. Hold on. We're going to the Candy Mountain, Joe. Candy Mountain, Candy Charlie. Mountain. <laughs> oh, it doesn't like that. It didn't like that. Nope. Why you gotta be breaking shit? I don't know. All the time. I don't know. All the time. Oh no. Okay. Survived. I think it's Breitbart. It is Breitbart, yes. No, I think it's Breitbart that's making it freeze. Oh. Well, yes, that's what I was saying. Yes, that it is Breitbart. Anyways, here's what I Joe, was agreeing with you. Here's what Joe thinks about everyone. One of the things that I find is I, I look at and I take it very seriously, the, the the confidence level of the American people in the economy, and they're so down and they're looking. There's reason to be down, but I I started Pause thinking for just about a second. It, and Brian and you and I talked about it just a little bit. Are you watching the, the interpreter? Uh, the interpreter <laughs> having no clue what to sign. <laughs> yes. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> and making a face of ah. How do I sign? Pretty sure she just signed. Jewish. I'm senile. <laughs> <laughs> on there. Okay, continue. Uh, on. 
She probably signed good luck at one point, too. <laughs> it's probably true. <laughs> I have no lips to read. I can't understand him. Anyway. You know, the first year, we were able to, with the, uh, with the rescue plan, we were able to send them a check for eight grand. Oh. I mean, a check. One and beyond that, by the way, there's more than that. But with your make, if you're making 120 grand and you get a check for eight grand, that's a lot of money. And so it helped save a lot of people in terms of getting thrown out of their homes and, 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 and rental housing and a whole range of things. But I started thinking about it just as a, you know, somebody who's raised a middle-class kid. One year, even though you didn't have the job you have now, even though you didn't get a raise that year, the difference between having a job, having a 5% raise or whatever, three, five, seven, whatever it happens to be, in the face of inflation, price of the pump, although that's down every day so far, but, <laughs> you know, it's like, whoa. I feel worse off, but then again, I didn't get a check for eight grand from the government. They just, among other things. Does that make any sense to anybody, or is it just me? No, your thoughts make no sense to anyone at all. <laughs> You're wrong, Joe. I sent him a check. I sent him a check, and they're upset about the economy. Yeah. Uh, now, remind me, when... When did we get the checks? Uh, it was, uh, well, a good chunk of them was under Trump. Ah, I was going to say, Which, I don't remember ever getting a check under Biden. I do remember, however, having to write a check under Biden. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and those checks weren't, technically were not checks. They were more like tax refunds. Yes. Yeah. So was the one that I wrote. So. <laughs> I apparently didn't pay enough in taxes. If you if you ever need proof that the tax system is messed up, it's uh, having to guess how much money you owe the government that knows exactly how much money you owe. You owe. Won't tell you how much you owe. <laughs> and if you get it wrong, you go to jail. Because that makes sense. Or you get audited and have to pay interest. On the money that you on had the money no idea that, that you, you had owed. no idea that you yeah. owed. Yeah. Yeah. It's fine. <clears throat> I sent him a check. Why aren't they happy? Because we can't be bought off, Joe. That's that's a big part of it. Um, Matt Gates is making the news. Oh, good. I'm so excited. Now, uh, if I remember correctly, I'm not necessarily on par with everything that he votes for. But this little moment in his life. Eh, he has a he has a golden nugget every once in a while. <laughs> every once in a blue moon, he he nails it. And this is one of those instances. So this is what happened first was was this one here. Have you watched these pro abortion, pro murder rallies? The people are just disgusting like <laughs> why is it that the women with the least likelihood of getting pregnant are the ones most worried about having abortions <laughs> nobody wants to impregnate you if you look like a thumb 
you look like a thumb. <laughs> These people are odious on the inside and out. They're like 5'2", 350 pounds, and they're like, give me my abortions or I'll get up and march and protest. And I'm thinking, march? You look like you got ankles weaker than the legal reasoning behind Roe versus Wade. <laughs> I didn't realize he was a stand-up comedian. Get up and march for like an hour a day. Swing those arms. Get the blood pumping. Maybe mix in a salad. Have you watched? <laughs> so he said that first. <laughs> then he was questioned about it later, and this was this is how that went down. I said what I said. Yeah. yeah what so so typical politician is to. Back down, apologize. I shouldn't have said Backtrack, that. Backtrack. Caught yeah. up in the heat of the moment and blah, blah, blah. Uh, this, is, this is how Matt Gates handled it. Explain what you said and what you meant by that. Uh, well, I'm very pro-life, and I make no apology for it. And I'm grateful that Roe has been overturned and that Dobbs is now the jurisprudence on abortion. And I find these people who go out in these pro-abortion, pro-murder rallies odious and just like ugly on the inside and out and i make no apology for it i uh, i don't believe that every person who disagrees with my perspective on life is an ugly person but the ones that are out there protesting and marching outside justice kavanaugh's home trying to threaten the court um trying to impose a night of rage <laughs> on our nation's capital which is what they advertised that's just uh, it's just pure ugliness and i see that ugliness on the inside i see it on the outside you know even in 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 the horrible circumstances circumstance where an abortion may happen it is nothing to celebrate and it is nothing to cheer mm -hmm. is it safe to say that based off of your comments you're suggesting that these women at these abortion rallies are ugly and overweight yes <laughs> what do you say to people who think that those comments are offensive be offended mm -hmm. <laughs> yes <clears throat> yes that's, that's kind of hilarious <laughs> what do you say to those that find this offensive be offended no hesitation <laughs> Yeah, that sounds about right. That's uh, he's being an absolute <clears throat> Chad of a unit unit right there. Just <laughs> be offended. Ah, uh. <laughs> well, <laughs> that uh. escalated quickly. Yes, and he owned it all. Um, so yeah, speaking of a uh, of taxes, where uh, we were talking about a minute ago. So the Inflation Reduction Act, which by the title tells you everything you need to know about it. It's an inflation in increasing increasing act. act yes. Yeah. Um, we're not. No, we're not going into all the details of it. We're just exploring a couple of things because Joe Biden promised that while he's president, nobody making under four hundred thousand will see their federal taxes go up. Period. Kind of like the read my lips. From George H.W. Bush. That went down in flames a couple years after he became president. Yeah, so buried in that act, the Senate's, Senate Finance Committee put stuff together and they found out that, uh, well, if you're going to make $30,000 a year or more, your taxes are going up. Huh. So... Great. Yeah. Luckily, nobody makes more than 30000 a year, except for pretty much everyone. Except for that. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, 
the average increase across the board is a 0.3% increase. But uh, yeah, if you're in the middle class, which is what the 75 to 100,000, somewhere in there, 75 to 200. Yeah. Uh, you can expect a 0 0.1, 0 0.2, 0 0.3, 0.3% increase somewhere in that neighborhood. It's a good thing there's not like major inflation going on right now that's making everything cost more to begin with. Yeah, it's a point two uh, from seventy five to one hundred thousand. It's like point three from one hundred to two hundred. Yeah. Yeah. But hey, not a single person. Oh wait, so how is it? That the average tax rate, if you make less than ten grand, is seven point six percent, and if you are ten grand to twenty grand, it's negative point five percent. I don't know. <laughs> and twenty to thirty grand, it's four point three percent. I, that seems I, I a little off to me. I don't know. It's a little little interesting. Little bit interesting. Just a little bit. Um also in that bill is you know energy prices are going down right now. Except for they're not. Um but also in that bill that uh Joe that uh, Joe Manchin has finally signed on board with. He was fighting, he's fighting, he's fighting, and then he said, okay, fine, let's get this over with. <clears throat> he represents uh, West Virginia, and West Virginia has a lot of coal in the state. The bill, the Inflation Recovery Act, increases tax per ton of coal coming from underground mines from 50 cents to a dollar and ten cents. It also hikes the tax on surface mines from twenty-five cents to fifty-five cents. It's just more than fifty percent. Uh, just more than a hundred percent increase in taxes. I really don't understand how none of them understand. <laughs> I don't understand how they don't understand. <laughs> I I really like it. Is the simplest concept to grasp. That's, I might be having a small stroke. <laughs> no! You dense, irritating, miniature beast of burden! Yeah. Which is even funnier because that quote's about an ass, too. <laughs> <clears throat> but really, like, like how, how do you not grasp the concept that charging people more money will not fix inflation. Especially when you're not decreasing the spending. Well, we, we don't have enough money to spend all of the things that we need to spend on, so what we're going to do is we're going we're gonna to charge you more money for all of the things that you need to live. Especially when you have... So that we have more money so we can spend more money. 
especially when you have through history, every single time this happens, the quote-unquote income of the federal government goes down. I, I feel like... And then every time that taxes are lessened on the people, the quote-unquote income of the federal government goes up. I mean, you're, you're not supposed to attribute to malice what can be explained by ignorance. <laughs> but if but you at were, this point, it feels uh, intentional. If you were trying to destroy a nation, what would you do differently? <laughs> I mean, honestly, if, if I was trying to destroy a nation, my my playbook would be hike taxes and take away guns. Well, good thing they're not taking away guns. Wait. Oh, we got a few stories on that later. I mean... Ah, and we covered the ATF trying to do that last week. Alcohol, tobacco, and firearms should be a convenience <laughs> store. Change my mind. So on the topic of taxes, uh, you mentioned taxation is uh, extortion. Extortion. Yes, taxation is extortion. Yes, uh, the Mega Millions jackpot was won by a single ticket, so it's not split this year. It was uh, one point three billion dollars was the jackpot. The winner is going to get four hundred million dollars. I read that four, right. Four, or, sorry, four. sorry, 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 sorry. Um, if the winner takes the cash payout of seven hundred eighty point five point five million, which is immediate, you get you get the entire chunk in one go. In one go, um, that means that um, one hundred eighty seven of that will be withheld in addition to 38.6 to the state. Which means that of the 780, they get 554 million of the $1.3 billion jackpot. (laughs) Now, if they take the annual installment method over the next 29 years, which, by the way, is $46,103,448 a year. You just can't live off of that, really. No, you can't. You can't live off of that. An estimated $320.9 million in federal taxes would be withheld, and an estimated $66.2 in state taxes would be withheld. That would mean an estimated take-home payout of $949 million over 29 years. So you still don't get the $1.3 billion, which is hilarious because... The jackpot is run by the state. So the state says you can win $1.3 billion. And then they say, haha, just kidding. We have to keep some of that $1.3 billion because reasons. And then we're going to tax you on what we give to you. Of the money that so, is collected. Here, here, here's the kicker on this, though. If you do the math, if you do the math, uh-huh. the 29 years is actually by far and away the better option. Right. I believe. Because after taxes, your total take home is still nine hundred and forty nine point nine million dollars. Almost double the uh, chunk, the lump sum. Yeah. Well, nine hundred forty nine uh, 
million. So you you'd be taking home A- after taxes. It's after taxes is nine hundred forty nine million. Yes. So so you would be taking home after taxes on the on the uh, one point three billion over twenty nine years. In total, you would end up with roughly uh, two hundred million, almost. You'd be a hundred and hundred and forty. $140 million more than the grand total lump sum of the cash. Before taxes. Before taxes. <laughs> yeah. It Which the, the lump sum, your take home after taxes, is going to be... Uh, hold on one second. Carry the one. $554.6 million. Yes. Yeah. Hey. They have it written right there. Yeah. It's almost like they did the math. It's almost like they did the math for you. (laughs) I did not read the article far enough to determine that. You know what? Shush. You hush. (laughs) Man, it's just hilarious. At least I know my math is accurate. (laughs) The lottery is ran by the state, which means people buy lottery tickets. And I believe you pay a tax on buying the lottery ticket. I believe so. (laughs) <laughs> and so then you win the lottery and you pay taxes because you won the lottery, but the state is already holding some of the money just because. So it's not actually $1.3 billion up for grabs. And then, <laughs> and then they tax you on what you do actually get from them. Yeah, so, so your actual take-home... <laughs> After taxes is roughly thirty two thousand seven hundred fifty five or th- uh, thirty two million seven hundred fifty five thousand a year for twenty nine years. Like I said, you just can't live off of that. No, not in the least. I spit on thirty two million a year. <laughs> <laughs> Mike's over there in the corner wiping the spit off the money. <laughs> Uh, this is why I don't participate in the lottery. Among I other- thought it was because of the fact that they don't have it here in Utah. Well, there's still, like, people go to Idaho. Hey, I'm going to Idaho. Want me to buy a lottery ticket for you? Nah. I buy a scratch card every now and then when I cross the border. It's fun. It's for fun. Yeah. It was a ritual my dad had, too. Right. <clears throat> But trying to do like the Powerball or something like that, that's just... Yeah, nobody wants to do that. That's just dumb. I want to win $1.3 billion. Congratulations, you won not even a billion dollars. But it was for $1.3 billion. Yes, we have to keep some of it. Oh, and by the way, we're taxing you on what we actually do give to you. So I'm double taxed? No, 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 no. This one point three is, you know, for all the overhead of handling a lottery that's almost entirely automated. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense, I guess. $400 million to automate a lottery. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. (laughs) (laughs) So last week, uh, we talked about the ATF going to people's doors and doing stuff that they shouldn't do because, well, they're the ATF. And we told you, you know, got to ask for a warrant and all those things. There is a man who decided to take a different route when the ATF showed up to his house. (laughs) 
<laughs> and uh, it went surprisingly well. Let's see if this... It'll take me to that, which will take me to this, which will take me to Probably that. going to make chicks pregnant. So there's a crazy video of the ATF going to a house, and the ATF is like, hey, you know, uh, you bought some guns. We need to see if you still have them because of straw purchase. A complete violation of your Second Amendment, your Fourth Amendment, and just, you know. Blah, blah, blah. You know, all of them. Humanity. Yeah. Here's where the ATF agents, they go to one dude's house, and uh, the dude goes, oh, yeah, I'm going to go get it. Hold on a second. Closes the door, calls the cops. He goes, I, there's somebody out here pretending to be a cop who wants to see my guns. <laughs> that's how you get this confrontation right here. Hey, turn around. Let me see your hands. Turn it's around. Let me see your hands for the police. Oh my okay, gosh! Let me see your hands. I need to see some ID. Get on the ground. Get on the ground now. Get on the ground. Is your deal? Get on the ground now. I'm a federal agent. I'm a federal agent. Federal agent. Get on the ground so I can find out who you are. It ain't happening. This is how you get shot. I got my ID. Do not reach. Did he get shot? Keep your hands up. Huh. Dude, why would I have an Oleg shit? Get your hands up. Don't get on the ground. So, second cop shows up. <laughs> so, so yeah, in case you in case you didn't catch it. Oh, my god. ATF gosh. agent shows up to this guy's door. Uh, apparently, according to the story, the ATF agent is checking on a legal firearm purchase of some sort. So he's checking on this guy. Now, I feel like... An ATF agent checking on an illegal firearm purchase would probably be dressed in more than just khakis and a polo. Yeah, you would think. And probably something that shows that they're more of a federal agent and also, I don't know, have a a warrant to check out the illegal purchase. But, you know, whatever. So the guy, whether he's a criminal or not, I don't know. I don't care at this point. Because <laughs> even criminals... Have rights because they haven't been found guilty yet. So still needs a warrant. But uh, ATF agent, hey, just need to check this firearm. It looks like it might have been a legal purchase. Want to make sure it's all in the good. Okay, yeah, I'll be right back and get it. Calls the cops. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> hey, there's a. That's funny. This guy that says he's an ATF agent trying to get my firearms. <laughs> So that's why the cops are a little uh, little aggressive here because it's potentially someone imitating an officer and uh, trying to get firearms. So that's just sketch on the report right there. What? Now! Face down! You guys are making a big mistake. You are the one making a mistake. And then he finally see that I get on the ground. I'm a federal agent. <laughs> if that got you off. Have a cigarette. Get ready for round two because it gets way better. Wait a sec. Do not resist. I'm not resisting. You're acting like a no, moron. Wait a second. Oh, wait a second. Wait a second. No, don't do this. Wait a second. I got a medical condition. Get my <laughs> license out of my pocket. We're getting you secured first. Please, please, wait. Go, go. Hold on. Hold on. I'm hyperventilating. I can't breathe. I'm, I'm not. I can't breathe. Please get my ID out of my left pocket. Stop. I'm resisting. you. My, my wife's right. Please. But My wife's pregnant. Where did that come no, from? Sir, please. Joe, get your taser out. My taser out. Get your taser out, Joe. No, don't do that. Get your taser out, Joe. Don't do that. Okay. Okay, yeah, I'll put my hands behind my back. Oh, fuck you, Patriots. That win. Somebody show me Nancy Pelosi's floppy tits. Medical emergency. Oh, God. I'm a federal agent. 
<laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. So uh, the story goes on. Oh, that was beautiful. The story goes on. That agent is suing the police department. Oh, good. Good. Okay, so I, I got to ask, though. <clears throat> Being a federal agent, one would think that you would know that if the cops show up and tell you to do something, you would just do it and give them your ID rather than being a jackass well, and resisting all of the things that they talk about. One would also think, being a federal agent, you would have the wherewithal to notify local law enforcement that you are enforcing a warrant for a search for a firearm so they can help you Well, but see, that's that's the rub because he didn't have a warrant. Oh! You know, so... I think this guy's losing in every court. (laughs) I hope this guy loses in every court. And if this guy doesn't lose in every court, my faith in the judicial system will... What scrap is left in it. You know... What little shred of faith what, is there? What the 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 small threads of faith that I had, still tenuously attempting to retain their grasp, will finally snap. <laughs> I'm a federal agent. My wife's pregnant. <laughs> I can't breathe. One of these things has to work on you guys. Yes, it's called stop moving your arms out of the way, so we can get you. Get cuffs yes. on you, and then we'll figure out who the heck you are. <laughs> it's called relax and take the cuffs so that we can identify you. Yeah, because the same thing happens. So if you are one of those people that carry firearms for defense, even though you are 100% in the right, when the police show up, you have to be on the ground with your hands behind your back so they can sort everything out. Because <laughs> otherwise... You're going to get shot and or go to jail. (laughs) So this ATF agent, even if he's 100% in the right, when the police show up because, I don't know, you didn't notify them that you were there, you probably want to comply with them at least a little bit so they can be, oh, yeah, okay, you're supposed to be here. Yes, that's a legitimate warrant. Do you need assistance from us to serve the warrant? That that would require them to have a warrant. That Again. would require okay. yes, yeah. That's yes. Is oh, you're trying to you're trying to get this guy's firearms without a warrant. Well, you might want to get one, otherwise you're breaking the law. And seeing as how you're trying to break the law in front of an officer, that's probably not a good idea. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oops. So what are they gonna do? Go door to door and take our guns away? Uh, they did it with after Hurricane Katrina. They did. They did. And most of those and, people do not have their firearms back. And you know, Still. you know what comes before that? Going around and verifying that you have firearms. Yes, and since they've been shut down on the concealed carry thing in a couple of states, the Department of Commerce and the Census Bureau are requesting sales records from gun holster companies. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, most of the companies are telling them to pound sand. Thank heavens. <laughs> uh, but two of them that have received these letters and refused are JM4 Tactical and On Your Six Holsters. So if you need a new holster, 
There you go. Now, I just need to know if alien gear is refusing. Uh, right. <laughs> Where's that? They are very comfortable. Where's that one at? They are yeah. extremely comfortable. I love that holster. Speaking of alien gear, if you're looking for sponsors. If you're looking for a sponsor, <laughs> I will gladly tote your name everywhere I go. Right on top of my right butt cheek. I'll wear your hat, wear your shirts. I'll tattoo your logo on a tramp I'll, stamp. It's fine. I'll wear the alien head. Whatever you need. Whatever you need. <laughs> Some people get butterflies. I've got an alien head. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> uh, the Census Bureau sends out the Commodity Flow Survey to random companies every year. The purpose of the survey is to help the federal government understand the flow of commerce to help shape policies regarding transportation and shipping. This year, it seems an abnormal amount of holster companies have received the notice, leading some of the holster companies to wonder if the federal government has targeted them. No. Dude, I, I don't know what I'm going to do if Alien Gear actually hears this and, and comes back and be like, all right, if you get a tattoo on your butt cheek. <laughs> the boulder is conflicted. <laughs> the boulder is conflicted. <laughs> <laughs> it only works if I send you a picture and then I'm going to spam their mail with it <laughs> every week for the next six months after I get it. How did you get a sponsor? I mooned them. I mooned them. <laughs> <laughs> Moons for money. Moons for money. Uh, that's that's going to be the cutaway for the beginning of this segment. <laughs> Hey, you know, they should just be happy they get to see my glorious butt cheek. <clears throat> anyway, carry on. Yes, glorious. <laughs> Have the you seen my butt cheek? The census website <laughs> claims that companies who refuse to turn over the information could face a fine of up to $5,000. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> anyway. Um, only one company has ever been criminally charged with not filling out a survey. And that was in 1994. <laughs> after, after looking into the law, the statutory limit on fines is $500. <laughs> it is unclear if the web designer made a typo or on the site or if it was a scare tactic to compel companies to turn over information. <laughs> They're trying to fish an extra uh, 4500 bucks out of them. Yeah, and they hmm. they have copies of the letters they received. Uh, our records indicate that we have not received your 2022 Commodity Flow Survey. Please complete the survey online using the following information. Your response is required by law and will be kept strictly confidential. Uh-huh. Oh, no. Anyway. Otherwise, we'll fine you. We'll fine you $500 if you don't do it. So do it. How about new? No? <laughs> it's not illegal. It simply just has a participation fee. <laughs> um, back to uh, Matt Gates. He's in here twice. Woot! He's a little upset because it's been discovered that the IRS has spent $725,000 on ammo this year. Finally, somebody spending my taxes on something I want. Wait. 
I don't know if I like the IRS having that much ammo, though. Wait, they're not distributing that instead of tax refunds? No, there? no, they're keeping it for themselves because nothing says... Well, that's just bullshit. Nothing says give us money and it's not a threat and it's not intimidation than an entire thing that's not an enforcement arm having enforcement to make sure that you pay the money that you're supposed to pay. Kind of like when you find out that the post office has uh, law enforcement within it. Why is the post office buying firearms? They have their own secret service agency too. Pretty much. Uh, House Judiciary Committee member Matt Gates told Fox News last week the IRS, Railroad Retirement Board, and other federal agencies are stockpiling ammunition while average Americans face shortages. Call me old-fashioned, but I thought the heaviest artillery an IRS agent would need would be a calculator. <laughs> I feel like the IRS should be forced to sell all of the ammunition they've purchased at manufacturer pricing. Less than a manufacturer. Yes. I imagine the IRS in green eye shades. Since we bought it all to begin with with our tax dollars, you jackasses. Yeah, and then we're paying extra for it here because, well, it's all over there. And it's also at the Department of Education, and it's at, uh, you know, pick a department. Wait, 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 wait. The, the Department of Education has ammunition, and we still have mass shootings? <laughs> <laughs> you need to get off quit sitting on your damn thumb and well this is not a mundane detail michael seriously though that's kind of effed up yeah yeah <laughs> what's this Here's, here's an article from 2010. Here's why the U.S. Department of Education needs 27 Remington shotguns. <laughs> and just a quick, uh, a quick Google search of Department of Education doing... Unbelievable. Oh, by the way, that guy, Arthur. Arthur? He, uh, he won his court battles in Canada. Oh, good. They, As he should have. They, uh, the court admitted that um, his church was illegally uh, targeted during the pandemic. Son of a You done messed up, A.A. Ron! Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, Gates says, I imagine the IRS in green eye shades and cubicles, not busting doors down and emptying Glock clips on our fellow Americans. Certainly, it's troubling that in 2022 alone, the IRS has spent around $725,000 on ammunition. Um, another article I saw somewhere says that's something like 5 million rounds. Of yeah. Uh, of, they have stockpiled what? over $11 million worth. Yeah. So here's the Biden plan. Disarm Americans, open the border, empty the prisons, but rest assured they'll still collect your taxes and they need $725,000 worth of ammunition, apparently, to get the job done. Oh, what was it they were doing? Oh, increasing taxes as well. Huh. <laughs> He's working on legislation to put a total moratorium. Well, talk about spending cuts. Yeah, put a total moratorium on the IRS buying ammo. Yeah. Yes, definitely. That's a start. Along with every other branch of government. Uh-huh, except the military. They can 
They can purchase they, ammo. They kind of need, are supposed to have ammo. When we used to talk about the IRS being weaponized, we were talking about political discrimination, not actual weapons for the IRS. <laughs> yes, for those that remember the Lois Lerner scandal. Undeniably, part of the strategy is that with one hand, the Biden regime is doing everything they can to suppress access to ammunition for regular Americans, while the other hand, they're scooping up all the ammo that they can possibly find. Yep. Uh, yeah, so that's that's what the IRS is up to. Yeah, down here at the bottom. Heading into 2018, the IRS had 4,487 guns and five, just over 5 million rounds of ammunition in its inventory. What? Uh, <clears throat> that's disgusting. Where? <laughs> yeah. So be offended. Because be all of the offended. Because that's offensive. Because nothing says true leadership like arming every federal agency in order to make sure that your policies are done. Wait, that's, that's not like fascism or something like that. Is, no, 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 that's not that. Not even, <clears throat> not even a little bit, no. Especially when it's coupled with threatening to withdraw federal funds from local police departments if they don't do what the federal government wants them to do that's it, it I, i'm overthinking it probably. of course we are probably but yeah that's uh <laughs> that's all the things to be mad about this is that this all week. of them is that it <laughs> no that's all the things that we picked to cram into an hour of entertainment 15 minutes of entertainment smashed into an hour Well, that's all right. It's all right, all right, all right. All right, all right, all right. Be a lot cooler if you didn't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's fair. That is fair. Mm-mm-mm. So, well, you guys know the drill. Like, subscribe, comment, send us messages. Send us love letters. What the heck? Send us art designs for alien head tattoos. <laughs> what? One last thing before you hit that button. Oh, no. Um, the Department of Agriculture is requesting 320,000 rounds. Department of Homeland Security and raised eyebrows in its request for 450 million rounds. FBI sought 100 million hollow point rounds. National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration also requested 46,000 rounds. Why do the whale watchers need 46,000 rounds of ammo? Whale, whale, whale. This is from 2014, so I'm sure they don't have any of that anymore. Anyway, sorry. That's it. Nope. That's, 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 that's it? That was just, that's all we got? Yeah, that's it. You sure? Are you yep. sure this time? <gasps> Bye!
forget to uh, record the cameras this time. Hey, I didn't last time. Forget. I didn't what? forget last time. <laughs> what about the uh, time before that? We do not speak of these things. Dark, shadowy place. We don't speak of it. You promise me to never reference it again. <laughs> so much of the Lion King could have been prevented if he just told him what that place was and what was there. That's, um, that's Ufasa fair. would still be alive if it wasn't for his ignorance. <laughs> I mean, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. His brother I, goes off and disappears for extended periods of time and. He has the entire savanna that can watch out for things and creatures moving around and has no idea what his brother's up to. Gives his overly curious son a place to go explore by not telling him what's in that place. <laughs> what about that shadowy spot over there? Yeah, they call that the elephant graveyard because a bunch of elephants get stuck over there and then the hyenas eat them. Oh, yeah, I'm not going there. Yep. If an elephant gets stuck, I'm not. <laughs> yeah. Of course, it'd make for a short movie, so. The Lion King, how it should have ended. <laughs> Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. <laughs> but I learned nothing. Yes. That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. Well, shall we get this hoe on the, sh the show on the road? 